Welcome to the Happy Never After podcast. I am your host. I have a cold, so this is going to be smelly cat version. <laughs> I'm your host, Mara Merrick. I have been divorced way too many times uh, and been... I got dumped for the first... No, I'm just kidding. I didn't get dumped. I dumped him. Uh, fuck that dude. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm with a very, very, very special guest. Um, I totally forgot his name. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Host of my favorite YouTube show, Chariot of Fire, Joe Alfano. Hey, hey. I'm, I'm here. I cannot believe you forgot my name. I didn't forget it. We're in a <laughs> creepy broom closet. I don't know if this, this is... This is not a broom closet. Listen, Look at you, all the sound. If you want to go out or just ask, you know, we're <laughs> kind of good friends. So just, you don't have to stick me in a broom closet. Can I touch your junk or not? <laughs> Hey, this is where Joe Dirt slept. Why don't you come on in? It's like, this is where Joe Dirt slept. <laughs> We're in a closet. But anyway, thank you for having me in your closet. Oh, hey, my God. Thank you for coming. <laughs> There's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of sound equipment in here. And you're like, thanks for this closet. <laughs> it is. It's nice. I know. Thanks. I just have a lot of my own. My I've been filming that project with the training comedians. Right. And so instead of putting things away, I just throw it in this room. <laughs> Leave them everywhere. <laughs> who have you uh, Who have you trained so far? Uh, Francis Ellis and uh, Giulio Gallarotti. Okay. Are, that one's coming out next. Um, but I have trained Derek Humphrey and Karen Fian. Oh, okay. Um, Four. Chloe. <laughs> Chloe LeBranch and oh, okay. Remy Casimir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. How'd they do? Was everybody because Francis okay. is in and Julio, I think, are in pretty good shape, or at least they look it. But yeah, Francis they look is an it. athlete or ex athlete. Francis is an ex athlete. Right. He played lacrosse. I had him on my car cast. Yes. He played lacrosse for Havid. Havid. So he's still he's still in and shape. And then he was a Coke dealer and used his Harvard degree to cut lines on. Really? I didn't uh-huh. get that far. We just got pizza and yelled at strangers <laughs> in the street. Some lady jumped in front of my car and he's like, Jesus lady. I'm like, yeah, this is. Well, he talks about it. Uh, I produce uh, Carl Radke from Summerhouse uh, has a new podcast coming out and Francis is his first guest and he talks about that there. So wow, I, have a little, I did not even know that. Yeah, this is all incestuous, this I podcast know, world. Everybody's I know, it really like, is. Come on mine, be on mine. Let's go. And then let's tour and sell out theaters. It's that, it's that easy, right? It's just like friendships. You yeah. just like get an inside circle and then you just keep <laughs> fucking your sister, Trying, you know? Yeah, I know about that, of course. That's why I'm on here. We talk, we're going to talk about that. Tune in, kids. Sure, <laughs> Joe and his cousin fucking. All right, so... Um, you were always in a relationship when we did shows together. Are you in a, there was probably gaps, I mean, in and out, but I don't, I don't know about always, I think. You always had that one little Asian chick that you went out with. There was a couple. <laughs> I'm really there racist. Was two. Yeah. <laughs> You've what? A racist? I said, I'm racist. <laughs> oh, you thought it was the same yeah, one? Yeah, I thought it was the same chick. <laughs> I'm not sure because I think it might have been one and then a gap and then another one. So, yeah, you are completely racist because one was Korean and one was from Singapore and they honestly look nothing alike. They honestly, one was like 5'7", the other one was like 5'1". It was in a dark 
room. It was, that is true. It was, it was in the grizzly bear. We're in the dungeon of comedy. Yeah. Yes. Did the you only ever... place that would be worse would be Greenwich Village <laughs> to like look at somebody's girlfriend. Right. Like, the oh. lighting. <laughs> yeah. To do a police lineup after. But yeah. That's what they look like. You'd be like <laughs> I don't know. The guy who kept the foil in his hair that hangs out in the village. It could have been him. It's the only person oh that I would be, be like, it foil wasn't man. him for sure. That's so funny. So no, the answer is... Almost. I think there was a, yeah, like I said, I think there was a gap in between. Have you ever been married? No. I don't think I ever want to get married. You don't want to get married? No. Well. Do I have to? No. But, so you have always known that you didn't want to get married? I believe so. I mean, I'm not going to go tell whoever I'm dating this right now. <laughs> that could be a problem. You I wouldn't just be honest about that with your girlfriend? I would. I said if I don't, if I'm not having kids, which I don't, I don't think marriage makes sense. I put it that way. Mm-hmm. And like, if you talk to like a 40 year old divorce guy from Long Island, don't do it. Like they're all like so anti. Yeah, if you're not having kids, there's no reason to get married. If you think about it, why enter that world? I mean, yeah. you were pretty free about it, but I'm like more. <laughs> I own stuff. Like I'm cautious about. It. I have a bank account or two. I'm like. I know. But. Yeah. Yeah, my my girlfriend has more, way more money than me, and for, to get married, it would just be me signing things saying that I can't have any of this. <laughs> like it's all over me. It's so, I don't know, but it's not the reason. But I just I don't even like. I was thinking, and I heard I heard like celebrities were doing this, and you would probably know because you're like hip into all this stuff. But I heard a lot of people are like getting married but yet not living together. Ooh. I would 100% do that. I actually was like at some shitty bar show and I was like crowd work. And so, you know, it was going really bad. But I was talking to this lady <laughs> in the crowd and she wasn't even joking. She's like, he lives on the east side. I live on the west side. And we've been married 20 years and we just keep our own apartments. So I actually met somebody who did that. And I'm like thinking about it. And I'm like, I could easily do that because I don't want to like go out and see other people. I like who I'm with. Yeah. You know, it's just that I... Being when I'm with them for like over a week, I'm like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, especially since, you know, if the other person doesn't have a lot of interest and they're home a lot, you come home and you're like, oh, you know, yeah. go out, <laughs> do something. Yeah. Even when I was, I stayed with George for the last month of our relationship, like in his uh, apartment mm-hmm. and he would get home later than I would, even though I was doing comedy. Right. So I'd still get home and then get in bed and he was like. And I would leave early in the morning. What though. was he doing? He was working at a restaurant. Uh, so. You told me about this guy. Yeah. Not a good... I don't like this guy. No, nobody does. I'm going to run him over with the chariot. He doesn't even like we, him. <laughs> he doesn't like <laughs> <Good>. himself. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, and that was like a lot. Being around somebody all the time is like... And I don't know, maybe it's just either how I always have... I've always been like this or just I've noticed it recently, but I enjoy... Your own time. I enjoy being by myself. I don't mind it. I really do. I like, I hear stories about all my married friends and what they're doing. And like, what are you doing? I'm like, whatever I want. Like, I don't, (laughs) I could be missing for like a week and no, that's the bad thing. I could die in my apartment. Like I always think like as a single. You're going to die in your apartment. As a single (laughs) As a single guy. Like what if I choke on general We're not going to find you until you look like a Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be all engorged (laughs) and rigor mortis. That's my only thing is if I die, no one's going to know. Like for a long time probably. Yeah. 
So, That'll but be yeah. a fun story for the next people that own your house. <laughs> well, here's another thing about the tour. This is where, uh, <laughs> this is where Joe, Joe died. Left. <laughs> See where the new floor has been replaced? <laughs> it still has a divot. We tiled over it, but <laughs> yeah, that's, where, that's my only thing. But I like, I like being by myself. I yeah. do. I don't mind it. I don't have to be in a relationship. Like people have to be all the time. I mm-hmm. think that's weird. I think marriage is weird. I think it's weird. I think it's a weird thing. It's. I think it's an outdated tradition. Yeah. I've. Re- I had. No one's ever said that uh, on here with all these people you have on that were married. It really is like you get what's. It's you, a personal thing for each. Right. Yeah, I think. I think it's a personal choice. Like either you want to get married, right, or it's drilled into you from childhood, right, or you don't. I think a ton of people do it just to do it. I think a ton of people just give because up. Because it's our ex- expectation. Yeah, it's just like society and Culturally. it's like that whole thing. The only thing is like you cannot go to, if you're not married, at, I'm 42, so mm-hmm. I cannot go to a barbecue on Long Island ever again because <laughs> it's just the wife, the kids, and then you got, you know, your friends like, so even your guy friends like give you the elbow like, hey, when are you going to, you know, you bring a girl there and it's like, you don't do that. You don't bring your girlfriend around married couples because I think... I think asking somebody when are you getting married or when are you having kids is worse than being like racist or sexist or anything <laughs> like that. I really do. And no one that I think it is the most of that stuff doesn't offend me at all. That is when somebody says, when are you getting when are you two getting married? And they have no idea mm-hmm. about anything that's going on. I think it's the most offensive fucking thing ever. That makes me nuts. I, I didn't like it every single time I would get engaged. It, immediately when you have a ring on, everyone goes, so when are you going to have kids? Like, can I get married first? Right. Can I do this part first right. and enjoy this and then worry about that? <laughs> let's get past the let's, happy hour, you know? Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> hang on. Hold on. Also, I can't have children. I don't really feel like getting into this right with you. Aunt Barbara, you know, like, come on, leave me alone. Leave yeah, me in my a, uterus that, alone. That's just the thing. No one knows about the the uterus. They yeah. Don't, they don't know about that. The Biofro's vagina. They don't know. They don't know anything There's about their world. There's so many cum babies inside of me, but no. That's so gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's like the, the worst thing and. I'm not like, listen, I'm maybe, I'll, maybe I'll come back when you have me on in a couple of years and I'll have a You're like, oh my family. God. <laughs> I think having a, it's also a thing. It's like, maybe I'm just afraid to give up my apartment in Queens. So I'm like, if I, if I leave this. Joe, it's in Queens. <laughs> give it up. You should give it up now. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's so much. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just sad. You have a girlfriend now? Yeah. And how'd you meet her? Bumble. Oh, the bums. Yeah. You went real lazy, huh? Yeah, I will. You know where the girl has to reach out to you? She really went nuts when she reached out. Wait, what'd she do? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are a disaster. Women, you're you're a disaster with that. You You complain. I get it. Tinder was out of control. There were dicks flying, all unsolicited dicks flying everywhere. So they literally came up. I was never in the Tinder portion of the world. I'm just saying it was happening. I heard about it. It was happening. And so they had to fucking make an app to combat this. Mm -hmm. So women could. So now you have the reins and everybody. And what do you do? You turn around and you can't. You're no good at first lines. Oh, no, I'm really good at this. It's, it was horrible. I'm in, I'm every the bums on t- on Tinder, every girl would be like, you know, you better bring it. Must be five ten. All this shit, like all these like things you have to do. And then when you fi- when you girls finally got the reins, it was just like, hey, stop. You do the exact same thing. Women cannot pick up. 
guys like that or the intro lines were horrendous. Do you know what I've been doing? Yes. You do. Um, Okay. (laughs) So I, um, I swipe only on hot guys. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I'm only swiping on hot guys. And then what I say is you're hot. You don't seem that interesting, but you're good looking anyway. And then they write back. Thanks, sexy. <laughs> you look pretty good yourself. <laughs> like, Is that how all I'm guys like, talk? I would be so offended if someone wrote me that, and you guys are fucking idiots, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my god, that was such a huge compliment." Wait, hold on. How would it, how would the guy sound if it was my voice? Yeah, so <laughs> you sound like a union worker. <laughs> you almost made me you drop <laughs> my ratchet. Hold on, hold on. We got some bricklayers <laughs> out here. <laughs> <laughs> what a chooch. But yeah, it's so bad. And How I long have w- you been in the union? Ah, long time. Long time. 16 years going on. Um, I would never, if I if I went back on, I, w- I did log into Bumble, like just to look at one point. Just like, whatever, let's see, you know? And I would not, if I... Were you in a fight with your girlfriend? Yeah, for like a day. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go. But I did. So I went on and I was like, you know what? I would never go back on this ever again. Even if I was to be sing, I'm just going to do it the old fashioned way. Dive bars. I don't. like just. Oh yeah. I, I go on, um, I, I go on dating apps for every city that I tour in oh. just to see what the people are like. Right. Um, and you can get a good sense of the of the people by Bumble. You run out quick. You <laughs> New York is the only city where you can swipe for hours. For and hours, it never, and never runs out. Okay, but like Houston, I could tell that they were like manly men. Right there, and then we went over to Austin, uh, and it was like a bunch. I was like, yeah, right. and I was like, Ugh, yeah, get fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like the way you looked at my cat. Right? They're all fucking pissed. They love cats. <laughs> I love cats, though. <laughs> My girlfriend has a Persian named Bruno. That thing's awesome. He's, he's fucking so annoying, but he's like a dog. He sits in you. I love him. <laughs> I, there's only two, the only two animals I like are Franklin. My and, dog. Franklin and Bruno. Uh. Franklin's awesome. This cat's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, that's what I use it for. But mm. I have been... Uh, I just want to see like what kind of radical lines I can use on dudes <laughs> and see how they react and men... Do not give a shit what you say to them. They just want you to say anything. Right. And if you say one tiny positive thing mixed in with a bunch of shit about them, they're still like, oh, I found that positive thing. (laughs) Girls, on the other hand, you'd say, "Um, yeah, you looked great there. You're like, oh, my God, did I not look great in the other (laughs) pictures? What happened in the other ones? Was I, did you not like that? That's because that's what I normally look like. Oh, my God, he hates me. And you're like. No. That brain. We need that, to be more like yeah, dudes. That brain is so, <laughs> the female brain is just so, I, I gave, that's why I gave up. But I was looking and it's very like, very like elitist, like white, must be 5'10". That whole 5'10 thing, I thought like I had to be a doctor or a lawyer. Turns out all I had to do was be 5'10". 5'10"? That, that's it. Every girl wants, must be 5'10". Oh no, my trick, ladies, is uh, <laughs> must be five ten. And then for a while, I was like, I would, you know, sarcastically, I wrote in my profile, no hookups ever, not ever. That was in my thing. Cause every girl, no hookups. And then I was like, must be under one twenty. Ooh, oh. yeah. that didn't go well. <laughs> 
Oh, you said that? I said that must be another 120 pounds. Yeah, because <laughs> you can control that, fat ass. I can't get over to get on stilts. I'm like, everybody lies anyway. It's never who you think it is. Like, Some dude in Austin, <laughs> I was I was like, oh, the nerve. Because uh, he wrote, first of all, he looked like a nerd. Uh, so, and I was like, okay, reel it in there, uh, Cheech. And, uh, and then he was like, I want my woman to be athletic and look as such. And oh. I and I was like, now let me ask you a question. Why that he's laying out what he, that sounds like a, a nerd, but a nerd with direction. He's why, a nerd. Wh- why does that offend women? I don't think that that's fine. He's saying what he wants. He's not. See, if you're direct, that pisses you off. But then you guys can turn around and be like, because men look the same. <laughs> uh, forever. As soon as you guys hit 60, you all start morphing into the same human being. Right. It doesn't I matter. I think I'm looking better race, as I get older. Don't I? I think color, I'm. Color, creed. <laughs> they all look the same at 61. <laughs> yeah, you do look better. You look like shit before. <laughs> I'm aging. I'm 42. Yeah, you're fucking old. Yeah, a lot of kids won't <laughs> believe that. I moisturize. I think I can pull off 37. What do you think? You can. You look the same as when I first met you. That's hilarious. You look the same. You look the same age. You look the same. I wonder what your. I wonder what the listeners would think I sound like. Are they gonna? I want to read the comments about that. I know. Joe looks like a hot guy from Staten Island, <laughs> but he sounds like a tool from Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> I I do. <laughs> I really do. Joe, you are a teacher. I used was to be a teacher. A teacher yeah. Till you got shit canned. Yeah. And then that's over. And now it's just. You <laughs> How know, did you get fired? It's just, you know, comedy. And uh, no, I just uh, just stopped doing it. I didn't do it all that long, actually. But that was that was you were a gym teacher. I was a gym, a special ed gym teacher. That was good. Um, I worked with like kids, the kids would like, it was hilarious. <laughs> Regular classroom teachers hate their job. I get it. And I would, I would hate my job too if I had to do that. But I had kids like they brought in a kid one time and they're like, Hey, uh, they're like, Franco, you're going to be working with Mr. Alfano. And he looks at me. He's like, I don't like this. He's like, I hate you. You're <laughs> ruining my life. And I'm like, have we dated before? It's like, you sound like, like, you sound like my ex-girlfriend. Kids would just... Oh, it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> a little sad, but it made you, and not to be like corny, but it made you like appreciate just, oh my God, just what you have. Yeah. Because it's not, oh my God, it's bad. Some, it's, it's sad. It's sad. So not to like dampen the podcast or anything, but. Uh, Why was it sad? Because seeing kids like that, it's like you're in a wheelchair. It's a fucking life sentence. Yes. So, it, and it also made me. Like there was no with like gym teachers, whatever. There's there's no like it was always like just like do your job. Like I never worried about who was like on the wall on their cell phone rolling out basketballs. I was like, here's the kid. Here's what I have to do for 45 minutes. Just put on a show. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I, that's what I would do. I'd be like this. He's unfortunately or she is like this. And then I would just like, you know, do the dance for 45 minutes just to make him laugh and whatever. And it was like, you know, makes you. Did you only have one kid at a time? No, it depends. If it was a kid that severe, yes. But I could go up to like 12 special ed. So I'd group of 12. Wow. But it was awesome. We'd take them bowling and trips, track and field, all this stuff. It was one kid. It was just, they're just so funny. One kid 
is running around the bowling alley, run, and we can't. We're trying to keep tabs on him. So I call him over. I'm like, Marco, I'm like, you can't do that. You can't act like this. You can't just run around this place. And he's just so honest. He looks at me. He's like. I'm sorry. He's like, I'm so excited. I've never been bowling before. And it's like, that's like, how do you, how do you, it's 100% true. He's bouncing off the walls because he doesn't know what to do. His so like, brain is like a ping pong ball. And he's just, it's so arousing. Everything, the lights and the noise. And it was fun. That's so cute. So it was that and landscaping for a very long time. Oh boy. Oh that's boy. where the Italian comes. Yeah, yeah. That's how I learned <laughs> Spanish in the back of a landscaping truck. Crazy. I had my very last day of teaching high school gym today. Really? Yeah. Where was that? At Grace Community Church uh, School. Huh. Yeah. It's a Catholic school or isn't Christian pri- school. Isn't that a private school? Grace? Yeah. I just Grace. like yeah. filmed a basketball game for them. Yeah, it's private. Yeah, at uh, Equinox. So I would go and teach. I'd go teach meditation and spinning oh. and yeah. So they got to, uh, and it was their last class today for the semester. And then they're going to go to uh, Crunch next oh, semester. That's why you're dressed like an MMA yes. fighter. I didn't recognize you in the AKA, hallway. AKA, this is my everyday outfit. <laughs> they used to bring in like yoga teachers and stuff. And mm-hmm. I worked at this one school. Uh, so they used to bring in like the yoga teachers and the meditation teachers, like, w- like this school by the Queensbridge projects and like their kids are in the auditorium. I walk in you would hear like, yo miss, why we got to do this? Like, it, was just, like, it was fucking nuts. There was one girl that scared me to fucking death. Yeah. She was four foot two maybe. Uh-huh. And she drew this black circle <laughs> on her forehead and she, her, she painted her whole fi- face white. Uh-huh. And then she had like this doily necklace thing on and uh, she comes up and she said that pretty much. She was like, I don't want to do this. Do we really got to do this? And I was like, I think this was an elective class. Uh, you chose it. And then Slayer was playing in the background. I, I was like, oh, a pentagram on your head. Like her hands went on fire. She's like, <laughs> and at the end of class, she goes, honestly, that was a lot of fun. And I was like, okay, I'm all right. I've peed myself a lot. <laughs> okay. Don't kill anyone. Yeah. And today she, cause she was in the other classroom and she was leaving and she goes, See ya. And I was like, oh my God, bye. I'll miss you. You made a, you <laughs> I made made a connection. It. I had a girl when I taught high school way back in the day. It was in East New York, Brooklyn. And the girl had to be, <laughs> I can't believe this happened either. The girl had to be removed from my class because she became, hold on, get this. And you might get this from staring into my baby browns a little bit, but uh, <laughs> she became obsessed with me. Oh no. And was cutting. Not, because of- Not class. Her- because of Professor Alfano. Because of me. Whoa. She, she was like, who's that guy doing the jumping jacks? <laughs> and I didn't even know about it. Who's that little man over yeah. there? <laughs> Is that a man that or a boy? Like the, the one girl's He's like, at the height of a boy. Caroline <laughs> <laughs> of a man. <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one kid was like, this one girl one day walked in. She's like, yo, Miss Alfano, you Italian? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you eat at the Olive Garden? <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, why am I fielding these questions? But anyway, so the girl, yeah, became obsessed with me, and she was all, she was Spanish, so, like, Spanish people are, are really into death for some reason. She was okay. one of those, like, Mexican backgrounds where she, they were, like, they love death and all that, so she had the black under her eyes, and I didn't know it for a long time, like, what was going on. Nobody ever told me. And then finally they removed her. I'm like, where did so-and-so, you know, so-and-so go? And they're like, oh. And then someone told me the background story. And they're like, yeah, she's not allowed to be around you anymore. I'm like, what'd I do? You know? So and 
You just existed. That was just me being me, right? That's <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done that thing like The Rock where I bounced my boobs up and down before class. But yeah, who wants to, hey, check it out, kids. East and west, which one you want, huh? You got to take a left over there down the hallway and then take a right at the other end. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What's your worst breakup story? I don't really have, I don't want to, I know this is the point of the whole podcast, not to disappoint you, but I don't have a lot of bad breakup stories because I was, I'm a bad breaker upper and I ride out relationships until they break up with me or like I reach my wits end where I have to break up with them, but I can't. That's such a pussy way out, Joe. Yeah, I can't. It's so bad. You I can't. You gotta break up when you want to. No, I can't hurt. It's so crazy. What a waste of that poor girl's time. Yeah, it's a waste <laughs> of, well, I broke up with a girl. A couple of relationships ago, like I started getting turned off by like she didn't know how to put makeup on. She was off the charts. Hold I'm on, gonna murder you. No, hold on a minute. <laughs> just let me finish. Okay. She would wear like spandex shorts with no pockets, and then just carry her stuff. And I have OCD, and that was my worst nightmare. It just <laughs> drove me nuts. I wanted to get a pocketbook, but I, when I mean she couldn't, let me let me give like a frame of reference. You're she like was sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 was off the charts smart. Okay. NYU PhD. Wait, in, did I meet her? Yes. Yes. Okay. Off the charts smart. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Off the charts smart. PhD in polymer sciences. All this other stuff, but had no like. She would go. We'd we'd go out and like. And um, I don't care what you wear, kind of what you look like, but she would put these outfits on that it looked like my niece ran into a closet and like. Walk down and be like, hey, like, oh, you're so cute, like that, and like put makeup on. Like, when I'm saying she didn't know how to do it, I'm saying like it was. Look, remember when ET came out of the closet when they put the lipstick on? It looked like like I was more. And I'm like, oh my god, what? I, so it was like that, and it got to a point with so many other things. Like, it's not her fault, but she didn't have any of those. None. Like, I like a. a was she an orphan? No, but she was raised by like a legit Nazi tiger mom. Oh. So she had none of those things. And it, I like, dude, you're not going to learn how to, I'm going to show you how to be pretty. You know, like <laughs> I can't learn it. What am I going to do? It's like, fucking take a makeup class or something. I don't know, but I don't even like makeup. But if, I don't know, <laughs> I don't I get like antsy talking about it. It bothers me, but, uh, you know, makeup, it's like, uh, it, I, I even, even, even you have to wear makeup to get to a natural look, you know, cause <laughs> makes no men, sense. Men get to grow a beard right. and cover up all their imperfections, yeah, right? I have none. But Women still grow a beard, but they <laughs> also have to tweeze it off and then throw makeup on to get to even like a natural state of looking. You, do you know how much how hard it is to even look this disgusting? No, right but here? you look good right now. Like this, is, <laughs> I like you. that. But that's what I'm saying because I don't want like it, people. It sounds like I'm being a dick, but you know me, and you know I don't like. Like a porn star, tons of me. I'm just saying basic stuff. Like yeah. she just couldn't do basic stuff. Like even leaving the house without having a bag to put your shit in. Like she's just a so smart. She was fucking retarded. So my sister is has her PhD from MIT. Her IQ wow. is like right. ridiculous off the charts. And the other day, uh, I was stretching her. I was like, here, I'm gonna stretch you. And she had um, like jeans on, like jeggings, kind of. They were very mm-hmm. stretchy. I could tell that they were like very flexible. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, I can just stretch you in those pants. And, uh, and then I started looking at them when she was walking and, uh, I go, where did you get, like, as I was stretching her, I go, where did you get these jeans? And she goes, 
uh, oh, I got them from Walmart for $2. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I can tell. And she goes, how can you tell? And I was like, the seam goes all across the front of them. You make a million dollars a year. Buy fucking, you have a great ass. Buy some sevens. Buy some citizens. Those are made for little booties. Like, go. I had to do. Spend a hundred dollars on some jeans. You make millions. I had to do the same thing with like, I dated a girl who was a fighter. Like a, she was in the golden gloves actually made a movie about not her, but she was in it. It was called fight like a girl. Okay. So she was in, she fought the girl who the movie was about and beat her. So she lived in like Williamsburg by my grandmother's old house, like catty corner to my grandmother's old house in Brooklyn. So weird. But anyway, she was like, her body was ridiculous. She was cute. She was like tiny Asian. And, uh, (laughs) but she was like, maybe you are racist. No. Like the hair was like, I was like, okay. She kind of had, again, like my niece cut her bangs, like just (laughs) bad haircut and like would wear cargo pants constant dress athletes don't know how to dress so but then i was like dude you just a pair of jeans i got her a pair of like expensive (laughs) jeans and like i'm like and then so much attention and compliments like you're not fucking wearing those anymore (laughs) get rid of them no more get back in those cargo (laughs) pants put the hammer in the side you put put on your lesbian construction outfit right now (laughs) yeah she's like a lesbian yeah i pretend like um I pretend like I'm getting rid of clothes. I'm like, oh, I have this. It's extra to my sister because uh, we have the same body pretty much. Right. She and lives in New York? No, she lives in Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, she just moved back to mm. Michigan. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, I just have these. I'm, I'm getting rid of these, but they're all brand new. Yeah. And I'm like, here, you wear these. Very tactical move. <laughs> no, and then she tries them on. <laughs> And it's really cute to see her little face. She's like, do you, do you like them? And you can tell that she's in love with the outfit. And I'm like, yeah, you look really cute, yeah. Heather. God. She's, she's kind of hot, but she doesn't know it. She's extremely hot. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, and she has no idea. And she, I mean, when she was born, she had her feet were pigeon toe. They were like toe uh-huh. to toe. And her hips were like crazy. And then she had to wear those boots that kept her legs. Like the Forrest Gump braces. Yes. Did you chase it down exactly, the street in Michigan? Exactly <laughs> those. And so she still has like a tiny little bit of a pigeon mm-hmm. toe. So her butt pops up even higher. Ooh, I know. It's yeah. cute. You hear that, fellas? It's she got cute. a little bit of a hitch in a giddy up, but uh, she's good to go. <laughs> and, and I always imitate her. And she's like, shut up all the time. <laughs> but yeah, she. I'm like, put that cute ass in some cute jeans. That's what I did for myself. Look at me. Look right? at you. So yeah, I feel bad saying that, but it's like like I don't know. Maybe that's that kind of is like a dick thing to say. Like, but it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to like you know maybe like upgrade somebody and be like okay you know try this on and do that or if they have a valid if they're like really into their own look and that's what they want to keep right. go for it if that's authentically them. But if they really just don't have any path and you're like you know what. <laughs> Here's a Here start. You, here's something that would accentuate all those great things that you have going on. Right. Here's some guidance. <laughs> uh, then great, too. And I think that to be a good friend, you have to be honest. See, that's a nice way to do it. With your friends. Um, yeah, I wasn't like, wear these. I was like, why don't you try? You know? <laughs> but also, every woman that I've ever been with has always tried to buy me stuff. Oh, my God. I've made over every single... Okay, so I had this one client. What would you do with me? I'm not getting rid of so this. So many you gotta things. Gotta wear. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'm like, like, who am I to say that to somebody? Like, what they should wear? But this is literally all I wear. But then when I when I do throw a suit on or something, You're yeah, like, they get it all. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> 
uh, I had a client named Jeremy and I was training him for triathlons and he lived in San Fran and I lived in LA and he would fly down every three months and get a new program. I would teach him like we would spend four hours, five hours every Saturday and go over a whole new program. Mm -hmm. I would teach him everything that was on there and then he would go back for that three, six months or whatever that he was training. Mm. And he would keep doing the program. Well, after the second time he came down, I was like, oh, my God, damn, he looked good. This man looks good now. Huh. Like I was like, I can make me a man. Like, I could take up some scrawny piece of shit oh, well, you- <laughs> who has a good job, <laughs> and I could just train him for six months, and he can gain 20, 25 pounds of muscle wow. and look fucking great. And this guy looks good, and now right. he has a hot wife. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm just going to go to Austin, get some rich dude from that's in tech. Yeah, there's a lot of money there. Yeah, but then you have to talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go back to your idea where we don't live together. Yeah. Yeah. Is that crazy? Um, I really like to snuggle a lot during sleep. You can do that a couple of times a week. I'm not saying you don't see each other. Yeah. You just have your place and then I have my... Oh, this was the point that I was making. I only saw George sleep during sleeping time because I would leave for work at five in the morning and he would leave at 10 and then I would be done with my training portion of my day at like Mm -hmm. 11 or one and then I would go do comedy and come back and go to bed Mm -hmm. and then he would and so I was like oh this works for living together because this is the only time that we do see each other sort of is while we're sleeping (laughs) that makes total sense and how'd how'd that work out well we're broken up yeah oh boy (laughs) That's right. That's where this is going. But that's what happened with this guy that used to play for the New York Rangers. Ron Greshner, his defenseman, was married to this supermodel, yeah. Carol Alt. She was like one uh-huh. of the first supermodels. And they were together his whole entire career. When he retired, they wound up getting divorced. Because then they were together, they were together all, the time. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So how the fuck do you feel? I've just stopped stressing all this stuff and worrying about it. I'm just like, the person I'm with now, we coexist very nicely. We get along. But we're just old. Like, you know, we're just, so <laughs> that's just it. Up. So yeah, she's just like, you know, and yeah, we're just old together and she doesn't bother me about comedy. She's does her thing. I do mine. And then we go on vacation and we hang out and that's it. You know, I went on a date with a, a very attractive 50 year old man the other night. Oh. I know. His adult children. Um, I had a good time. You'd be a hot stepmom. I know. That would be awesome, right? <laughs> if I was like 18 and my dad is like, check it out. I'd be like, yo. It'd be like one of those stupid MILF videos. It's all they had. Check it out. Yo, your, mom's, your stepmom's a MILF, bro. <laughs> the, the funny part was I sat down and he goes, oh, my God, you look exactly like your pictures. And I was like, thank you so much yeah, because st- that is such a compliment. Because sometimes you only put up, girls only put up their good their pictures. Guys pitch. put up whatever fucking picture they have, which is like them looking over at their other stupid friend or like them cheersing a beer with 8,000 other dudes in it. And you're like, just take a picture, Women guys. Do have you sw- you got to swipe the other on the other side because <laughs> there's, I've seen, I've, there was girls I was swiping on and I didn't even know who they were because I couldn't pick them out of the bridal shower. Oh. Of every picture was a bridal shower. I'm like, I don't know who are, I don't know who's coming to this date. I, I have who- one goofy picture. I've got one picture in a dress and I've got right. one with Frank. And that's all you need. That's all I need. That's like me. I'm trying to figure jealous. out who this girl is. I'm like, so who am I taking to Chipotle? <laughs> Chipotle. Who am I taking to Chipotle later for a taco or, you know, Applebee's for sliders? I'm like, who, who is this? You better show your face there, Brittany. It's like we could make this happen. Are we going to get the three for $9.99 or not? <laughs> you want to oh, eat good in the neighborhood or not? What do you think this is? I ain't got time for this. 
You better meet me. I brought my, my girlfriend on our first date to a gay bar in the village. And? To, to Julius. No, that was, the, that was the joke I have. I said, like, I'm either walking out with her or skipping home with him. Like, I'm a, <laughs> like I said, I'm a jump without a net type of guy. So I'm like, this is it. But yeah, I went, I don't know why. I just, it was, the place was good. I went there. We went, a whole bunch of us went after Duplex one night, that uh-huh. place in the village. And it was like right next door. And then I don't know why. I'm just like, maybe I should just bring it here. No competition. I don't know. And, and it's very like, comfortable for her yeah. because there's no one staring at her. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So. I've been to a lot of, I brought um, Rel, you know, Rel the comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought him to a gay bar once. And it's different when you bring a guy because uh, he was like, uh, and we're like best buddies. And he's like, uh, no, I'm with her. And I was like, we're not together. We're just, I'm like, no, 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 we're just friends. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, calm down. No one wants you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants, like, yeah, they want me. Yeah, like, come it's, on. He was asking, you know, I walk in and they're like, so where, where can I find drywall screws? Right? Like, I'm like fucking Home Depot. So I'll problem. put the picture up, you guys. Uh, you already heard his voice. You know, he sounds like he does construction. I got a problem leveling my shelf. I went to uh, one night we were in the village and this this had to be, yeah, this is a while ago. But uh, one of my comedy buddies is like, knows a bartender and she's mm-hmm. going to take us to this bar. Wound up being Stonewall, right? So we walk in and there's a guy in a Speedo chained to the wall. Like, so oh I'm like, God. the second like, we yep, walked in, Stonewall. I was like, well, I'm like, this is going to be that kind of party. <laughs> and I just like, yeah, well, I'm like, let's go. So I walked in, I felt the guy's abs and I was like, nice. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he had those like, you know, the abs, you can grab them. Yeah. He had like abs. And I was like, can I touch your abs? I was like, yeah, ding, ding. Like, <laughs> I have those in the morning from yeah. like six to six fifteen, And then I drink anything and then they're gone. I have like, two of those. The I top have, two. <laughs> Call them the, Jesus, the Jesus abs. Right. I'm like, just, if I can just make it till six thirty without coffee. I'll have them till then. <laughs> uh, I gave up on it. I came close. I think this uh, August 1999 is the closest I ever came to having abs. It's in Cancun. It's the best I ever looked. I got to send it up. You can put the, speed, the Speedo picture up. Man, this breakup has been great for my body. Yeah? Yeah. That's like the guy I worked with uh, got a divorce, lost like so much weight, like 50 pounds. And then like he started gaining weight again. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Lou, I'm like, you need, you need another divorce. I'm like, this is what <laughs> I know that's the problem. Cause guys always want to eat as their like thing that they do together. Right. And I don't, I don't want to live my life around meals. I want to like do stuff and then eat to survive for the doing stuff. Right. And, uh, most guys don't want to do that. It's both, again, it's both ways. I feel you need some perspective from, <laughs> or it's maybe just the guys that you have. I gotta, you gotta put me on your board, your panel of trustees. Okay. I, I can guide you in the right way. Thank but you. I've been, uh, I've been intermittent fasting lately. And, uh, you have been? Yeah. And then the girl's like, I'm nope, I want to go she, eat. She, no, she's on, she's on board with it. Okay, And good. then it'll be like, we'll be out. And she'll be like, oh, I can't eat. I set my timer. And then like, that's our thing. But it's just funny. And it keeps you basically in line. I've totally adjusted to it. And the people that I've passed it along to mm-hmm. have lost like 15, 20 pounds, like immediately, like right away. People have been doing really well. It's probably because they're, it's not, intermittent fasting isn't um, successful because you're fasting. You're just people don't realize the extra calories they're putting in their body at all points. Like they have a little tiny, like a few pieces of cheese before they go to bed and that's another 200 calories. Or they have like a juice and that's another 300 calories. And you're like, if you tell yourself you can't have those things, you're just not taking in all those extra calories. Right. I agree with you because it's uh, definitely in the big scheme of things, it's always cal in, cal out. Like I believe Mm -hmm. in that calorie in, calorie out. But the, the fasting, like I was at a point too before that, when I was like doing heavy lifting and stuff, I was eating a gram of, a gram and a half of protein for every 
body weight, every pound of body weight. So it was like 200. And it just, I was eating so much. Not really, not, <laughs> not really that much, but, uh, um, I was eating so much, so many times a day. I just got sick of it. Now I eat twice a day mm-hmm. and I just like feel better and lighter and I'm still, I maintain them same weight. I pretty much do the same thing. Right. I so, eat like one big meal around three thirty, four thirty, and then I go do comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And then if the, honestly, if the timer gets too late, if it's like nine o'clock and I see that I can't eat till one, two o'clock the next day, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not eating. So it's, it is kind of good because I have this app that I use, Zero Isn't app. is it called anorexia? No, I, I, I don't <laughs> throw up or anything. That's bulimia, but yeah, I think Listen, I'm fans, like... fans, this is Mara's way of being <laughs> passive aggressive oh, with me, okay? This is really getting awkward in this broom closet. <laughs> hey, let me, let me bring... Hey, fans, I'm going to bring Joe into a broom closet and insult him. <laughs> so tell me about your other relationship, Joe. Oh, now that I feel all... Now that I feel all relaxed and comfortable, Mara. <laughs> you know, I know. You know what's so funny? This morning, I had a fast. I had to fast last night because I had a physical today to like, do all um, these tests right. at the doctor because... Uh, I'm, you know, yeah. sick all the time. Things are and and uh, <laughs> after, I never eat until like 9 or 10 anyway. Right. And my appointment was at 10 and I got there at 9.30 hoping that they could see me early so I could go eat something. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that they forced me to not eat. Right. I was like, I'm starving. <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, you don't eat until 10, 30, 11 anyway. <laughs> what the fuck are you complaining about? <laughs> I'm it was weird. Way. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. in shape. And then I thought, oh my god, I'm not eating. I'm not going to be good for this interview with Joe. <laughs> yeah. But turns out, I still have all the all the good insults. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> my shoulders hurt from carrying it, but uh, you know. And I, I joined a normal gym. It's empty. It looks like a gym should look like certain hours of the day. I what was do at you mean? I was at Blink. Okay. Okay. Any time, like if I had a lunch break, I'd try to go in, be like 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. or whatever. If I had a break at any point, I'd go in. It was never, it was like everybody is training for an MMA fight at all times of the day. Place is exploding with people. Yeah. Explode that Planet Fitness. I used to go there with like Nathan McIntosh. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so like we would joke around like... Planet Fitness decides what exercises you're doing because you walk in, you're like, I'm doing legs today. No leg machines. All right, you're not doing legs anymore. Like you thought you were, but you're not. Like no machine is available to do anything. So I I have my trainer from my bike ride mm. who um, I was like, I'm working so much that I just don't want to think about my own workout. I'm like, can you just write out a program for me mm-hmm. and then I will do it. And uh, I'm like, you know me, you can make it specific for me. And then the same thing happened. I was at my gym and it was so crazy busy that I just went into the corner with a landmine, which is, do you know what the landmine is where you put uh, a regular barbell into the end and it just like holds it there and you can press up right, the barbell right, right, at the right, end right. of it. And uh, and then I put it all on my Instagram. I was like, I call this improvised workout. And he, he calls me and he <laughs> hates the phone. He was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Nothing was available and I was very scared and it was so busy. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. No one knows. There's no, there's no gym etiquette anymore. No. no one knows like working in with some, like it's just so stupid. One guy, I was doing cross cables and some guy jumps up to the top no. of the machine, hangs do upside down, does sit, no, sit up. Uh, Sit ups, and I'm like, what is this? A, what is a fucking prison yard? I was like, <laughs> but now the gym I'm in now, I'm not even gonna say where it is. Or it's so awesome. no one comes. Empty. I can do anything I want. All the cages. There's two squat racks. They're always open. Nobody's deadlifting eight thousand pounds and screaming. Powder isn't flying. Everything's just. <laughs> 
<laughs> so to, much nicer. Uh, go to Orange yeah. Theory. Leave me alone. I go so to, uh, I have a private studio that I work out of now. Oh, and I know you should. Listen, listen you good should. fans. <laughs> good man. Tell us I about. train Hannah Burner there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so like between 10 and three, nobody's there. Right. So I work out and uh, we make like videos and Frank can come <laughs> and work out with me. It's so fun. I would love Frank at the gym. Uh, All right. He's the best. He I like, want to, uh, I want to hop on when you're done getting the important people out of the way. <laughs> when the people with followers, after you do the people with followers, let me know. I'll come in for a, a workout. Okay, how, sweet. How did the, uh, how did the comics do as far as like you were training them? Were they struggling or? Well, Yes. Really? Yes. So Francis and Julio from Oops the Pod, uh, formerly Barstool Sports, but got fired. Uh, <laughs> they uh, We recorded with them, and they were hilarious mm-hmm. because they were so serious really? about it. But I was just crushing them. They were, they were screaming. They were like, I can't do it! Was Franklin there? No. Oh. No. It was just us. That would have been a mess. I don't know if, Fran- if Francis would have liked Franklin. Why? Because Franklin is so, like, snuggly and cuddly and, like, he, I want to be up, all up in your business. And, yeah. And Francis is like, I'm going to, I'm very serious. Yeah. I'm going to execute very, these moves. Very stoic. I'm going to be, yeah. <laughs> You're getting hair in my $8,000 gym shorts. You might want to leave. I have them. <laughs> They were yes. shipped to Harvard by Robert Kennedy. <laughs> I knew they... <laughs> He's funny, that guy. Friends. He's so like funny. But yeah, he is very stoic. Very like, so well, he's very well spoken. Yes, he is. So I really they, like you, him a lot. He broke their asses. That's great. Oh, just crushed him. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, but it, the whole episode's very funny. And um, yeah. So you're with the girl now. You don't want to get married. Does she want to get married? I believe at some points. Uh-oh. I believe at some point, but uh, I don't. We'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see. Again, I don't know. It's uh, it, we're only dating. I'm gonna say this to you, and you're gonna be like, "So you you married after like a month, probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're dating a month. What are you waiting for?" The guy that I, the 50 year old that I went on the date with, I told him because he was. How'd you meet him? Uh, Bumble. Oh, I told him um, that. Like my whole story, because once you tell them that you're a comedian, you're Googleable, right? Your whole story right. is out there. So I was like, I'm going to give you the the synopsis, and here's all the information, right? And uh, and he's like, Well, why did you say yes so many times? I was like, If people ask me in public, I went to manor school my whole life. I, you have to be polite. Yes, tell so many times about what? Uh, I've been engaged seven times. <laughs> so <laughs> leave it to you to have a leave it to you to have a relationship podcast. <laughs> You also told me you were a prostitute in Pittsburgh on <laughs> in Chariot of Fire. Well, it was a prostitute in King of, King of Prussia. Everybody's, everybody's a prostitute. <laughs> if you take goods for services, that's a, that's a prostitute. Franklin, you're a prostitute of treats. Aw, like look at that little whore, that oh fuzzy little whore. So he said, why'd, okay, you say, so, oh, why'd you say yes to getting married so many times? Yeah, so I said, everybody asked me in public. Every single one of them, oh. except except for one that asked me to do it as like a, an exchange. Like he was like, I'll give you an allowance and you can stay in my home and you can do have all these things. And I was like, yes. But then I went to go sign the contract and it was like. <laughs> that sounds like uh, <laughs> 90, I signed day, the contract. 90 day fiance. It was, it's kind of like that except for with so much money. Like he, so much so money. So why'd you, what happened with that? I, I couldn't do it. Like, I, I know I can make money. If I really wanted How to... How much was it? Is he still available? Does he need a contractor? <laughs> I can do work. It was $110,000 in... Um, in A year? A year in just, like, an allowance. And then I got Cash? credit cards. Yes. That's, like, 170 
and then I got credit cards on top of it, and I didn't have to pay for rent or anything because I would live Where with him. Where did you live? In the hills. So what hill? What hills? Hollywood Hills? Oh, you didn't. There's hills everywhere. Forest yeah. Hills? No, Is the hills. Queens? Sorry, you're <laughs> like the, you're the queen of uh, Forest Hills. Ill. <laughs> she Gross. says, Ill. <laughs> I'm never going to Queens again. <laughs> Fuck Queens. <laughs> we got a problem with that. We got a problem now, gang. <laughs> Union local uh, 338. We're gonna, bang, so, so. We're gonna boycott your podcast, man. Oh God. So we um, the boys ain't listening anymore. <laughs> Turn it on. Unsubscribe, fellas. Oh my God. We went to a Greek restaurant also, mm. and my last. My ex was a, was Greek, and I was like, "Can we not meet a Greek?" And I just got all this Greek out of me. So let's. Uh, mm. And but it was really expensive. So I was like, "Fine, I'll go." Uh, but I told him this, and I was like, "Yeah, mm. if anybody asks me in public, I'm going to say yes right. as to not embarrass the situation." Uh-huh. But then I'm going to reassess afterwards, you know. And uh, and he goes, "So if I got down on one knee right here <laughs> and asked you, and I, I was like, yeah, I would say yes." And then he stood up, and I was like, "No." <laughs> and he started kneeling down. I was like, please, please, please don't do this to me. And then uh, he was like, ah, you're, you you embarrass easily. I was like, just this thing. I just have one little Achilles heel. <laughs> it's just this one thing. It's your Achilles heel. It's your Achilles heel. Engagements. <laughs> Wait, don't do it. Get this your kryptonite. Getting down on one knee. Like, what? If, well, we're not in a closet. We're in a closet, so I guess it doesn't. Like, we if are I, not. People, we are in a closet. We can't even get a... Here's how tight the closet is. It's too... We can't even get a picture of the closet. This is bigger than your queen's apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to leave it. I don't want to get married and leave 500 square feet. What do I do? Sit in traffic from Long Island? I I can't. I hate my life. (laughs) I hate it. We got to get a picture. We'll get a picture. You put up pictures on your podcast? Yeah. All right. So we'll get you from the longest... Angle of the room to show the closet. <laughs> it is not a closet. Mara, I'm five foot two, is, and my my wingspan can almost touch across. This is an editing room <clears throat> that I have taken over. I'm cha- I'm gonna change it over into a studio. I thought I was gonna one-on-ones. be like overlooking Fifth Avenue. Everyone's got the bright I windows. Know. I just and- didn't even reserve a studio <laughs> studio today. It's been a busy, busy, busy. Well, week. this is yeah. This is how me and this is how me and Mara do it. <laughs> We're, we're, you're comfortable, right? We can do this yeah. together. We're Why good. wouldn't we? Just, just don't go on one knee. All right? That's it. <laughs> no, the only requirement. Don't. I'll hyperventilate and die. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I don't miss any of that dating stuff or anything. Or I like getting dressed up. I yeah, love but, that. But it only lasts so long. That's the thing, too. For a long time, it was like I would just go out with people and then just find something wrong with them. Or it was just like sex-driven a lot in the beginning. And then once that wears out, then it's like... All right, next. Uh, like, I think a, lo- a lot of yeah, guys are like that. Yeah, I'm not fucking anybody on the first date. Not even on the first date. I'm just saying once you go out and, like, you hit it off. Yeah. And it's real heavy in the beginning, and then it kind of dies down, and then I just be like, ugh, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, kind of like, yeah. I, I, a lot of people get like that. Is that... No, George got... George died down a lot. Like, we were fucking every night that we would see each other. Right. And then it went to, like, not every night, and I was like... Come on, I'm an athlete. I got needs. Let's do oh, this. Oh, really? Yeah. See, and then like another person I was with a while back was like no, like no oral sex. Like she wouldn't perform it, or she you, wouldn't. She wouldn't, she take wouldn't it. do it, and then she wouldn't take it. Why? I don't know. Some, she get abused. Some no. Some I guess women don't like it, but it was like, it drove me nuts. And then then it was like a point. I did at one point. It was like five months, and she hadn't done it to me. And I'm like. What what is what's going on? And then at that point, 
when you start getting them from like that angle, it's like it wasn't like you're getting you're not getting a blowjob at that point. They're just putting your penis in their mouth. It's not really even it's almost like a deer. You ever see a deer drinking water? That's what it's like. like. The panic and the lick. The, yeah, they, lick, they, lick, that's lick, it. Lick. That's all you get. It's just somebody. <laughs> it's just like Bambi going to drink water. It's not even you're like, eh, I don't even want this. So Yeah. I yeah, get the, that. No. What would just like. Yeah, obviously you have no trouble with any of no. that. But like, so what would you say to that then? If like you're not like no oral sex either way. Don't you think that's like strange? I always com- I communicate. I probably overly communicate my needs. Well, if you said something and like... And it didn't change, then I would be, it would be over. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, sometimes it's hard for me to leave once I get too invested in something. Yeah, you just... Didn't you say that to me when we first started talking about it? Bro, why waste somebody's time? Break up with them. Yeah. And then... (laughs) I definitely would talk to them and if it didn't work out... Well, women really only stay in relationships where they're sexually, I think, fulfilled. Uh, This was a weird thing because she couldn't... She couldn't have an orgasm with me, but did with somebody else. She's, it was, oh. Yeah, it was, it was weird. And she was fine, and you guys stayed together? She, I said, what can I do? Because like, I, I know there's tons of podcasts out there that are yeah. like, guys are stupid. They don't know what they're doing. It's just like a joke. But then I, I was like, all right, we'll get this, get that. And she didn't really take an active interest in making it happen. She told me she did with somebody else, but it was because uh, they did, I had uh, like, Maybe she was lying. Unprotected sex. No, she didn't lie. Oh. Unprotected sex. And he like came in her and that was the only way she could do it. But she's like, I'm not getting back on the pill. It's a psychological thing. No, I, uh, that is not true because I also had the same orgasm where it's internal Mm -hmm. because the head of the penis gets so engorged that that's, if you, if that's one of her points, that's one of her points. And if you can't feel it because it's constricted by the condom, it is very true. Uh, but no, what about it's the it wasn't that it was the ejaculation part. I don't know about that. That was the part. That's what I that was. She said that's what she I think s- it's the I think it's how big the head of the penis gets. While well, if you're talking about me, then, uh, <laughs> we know, obviously, it's quite the uh, quite no, the when all the blood only goes to the head because you're shooting it all out. Yeah, I don't know what the and deal it's was. hitting at the but end. The deal was that it was. Yeah. So it wasn't like, yeah, but other than that, like. It's very intimate also when someone comes inside you. Yeah, that too. But it was also hearing that somebody else could do it and then you were not giving that <laughs> chance to, uh, you know, take a three-point shot. So, yeah, that w- it was just, yeah, weird. So, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, you ve- women are very vocal about that when guys are with a girl that they can't have uh, an orgasm. And it's like, I always think about that because that comedy show is a very awkward, right? Uh-huh. So, I'm thinking... There must be tons and tons of couples that go home and fight after comedy shows because it stirs up a lot. Like the crowd work, when if, a, if an MC comes out, they're like, oh, how long are you together? And they start poking and poking. Mm-hmm. And I, I just would sit in the back and I'm like, wow, if I was sitting there with my ex, I would be fucking mortified right now because I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I haven't gotten a fucking blowjob in five fucking months. What is, what is this person thing? And then you get home and it's like, uh, you know, it <laughs> stirs up a lot of shit. And also that's not a bad thing. What? If if it stirs up shit, no, and then you're going to communicate about it or fight and leave. Also, if you're leaving because you're not happy, that's just a it's just a catalyst to have the conversation. It's a catalyst to actually make a change. You hear that, gang? Awkward uh, <laughs> interruptions by MCs at comedy shows. I know. Used for the better. Um, yeah. So yeah. 
But I don't have any like these crazy. You, you know, like probably have like crazy breakup stories from like people, but that's not really. I don't know. I'm a bad breaker upper, like I said. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. And then I let it go to a point where if I get to a point where I break up with you, it's been over for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So a year and a half wasted. It's been oh, it's not a it's not a waste. <laughs> it's it's a not waste. A, no, it's not. I always say, like, that was the the other girl I dated. I actually got one good joke out of it where I said it's really short and punchy, which I don't really do, but I said, uh, you should always take the good out of every person you're with, even if it's something bullshit like something physical. And I'm like, my ex for example, was a screamer. And I'm like, not in the bedroom, mainly like public and restaurants and places <laughs> like that. Because I remember I got screamed at by this girl in the village on a bench. She went fucking nuts. Like, I don't do public. I know I sound like, you know, I would yell at somebody in a Walmart parking lot, like mm-hmm. fight with a girl. If it gets loud, I just zone out and I walk away. I cannot raise my voice in public. Road rage, yes. Fighting with a girl, like screaming, I, I will not do it. I can't stand it. Don't remember ever yelling in it at anyone in public. But you've seen public arguments. Yeah, people going especially nuts. here. Right? Yeah, I have yelled at someone on the phone walking down the street. Yes, I do that. But when a girl is like embarrassing me in the street, screaming like that was the thing. She was yelling at me in the village. I was like right outside. It was like Thunder Jacksons, and oh it was a God. bench. And so the thing was, <laughs> this happened twice with two separate girls. They screamed at me. They walked away. I stayed five minutes later. They both, they both separate, obviously. Both came back and were like, you're just going to let me go? Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. So why do you come back? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I thought, you know, they come back. I'm like, hey, I thought I told you to fuck your mother. Man, get out of here. I'm like, I thought you left five minutes ago. What are you, what are you doing here? But yeah, it was. Uh, I said something under my breath at a, like an event once at like a, like a big like a type of a wedding thing. Mm-hmm. And I was, cause we had gotten in a fight earlier and then we were playing nice at the event. Uh, okay. And then he said something that like pushed me to what he fucked up on. And I was like, are you really going to do this here? I was like, we can do it here. <laughs> and then I was like, cause I'll go buddy. Oh and my I was, God. and he was like, don't do this here. And I was like, then you don't do this here. <laughs> Sounds like the end of a horror movie. I was like, M. Light Shyamalan. I'm being <laughs> polite and you are a monster. I yeah. flipped out. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't do that. If I saw that crazy white girl look, I would be like, later. Yeah, I don't. I also got trapped in the bathroom at that one because I couldn't get my skirt back down. So I'm like, <laughs> it, was, it was so tight. What were you doing? Having sex in the bathroom? No, I was just trying to pee. Oh, that's different. That <laughs> I like pulled my dress up this way. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I was trying to pull it back down and I was trying to inch it down. But then I got so nervous about it that I started sweating and then it was getting stuck. And it's uh, like putting a sports bra on after a shower. You've never had to do that. No. It's really the most challenging <laughs> thing you've ever done in your life. And I was like yanking it down. I had to walk out and ask this lady to help me. I was like, can you please get this down past my puffy vagina? <laughs> It's so bad. Uh, Well, we've accomplished nothing today. Uh, (laughs) We laughed. This is kind of like what we do, I guess, right? This is it. We had fun. I did have a good time. Yeah. This is podcast supposed to help people? (laughs) Yes. Oh, well, in that case, in that case, uh, (laughs) sorry.
<laughs> no, I think I think it did. I think there was an underlying message that you should really just uh, cut the cord earlier. Yeah, and um, if you see the signs of the guys uh, starting to drag it out, <laughs> cut that cord for him. You don't be like Joe. If you see no, something, say something. Yeah, get the hell out. <laughs> yes. Not in public, though. <laughs> and we'll be sure to post all our pictures at a closet. Where that can I'm people in? get Cherry to Fire? Oh. Chariot of Fire, you don't say. Well, that's oh. my that's my new show on yes. IGTV and YouTube. Yes. Chariot of Fire is uh, on Instagram TV and YouTube under Joe. I am Joe Alfano. Yes, uh, I'll make sure that we get a link going over to that. Uh, I are, did an episode. We are currently making improvements. And uh, Franklin and I did an episode. Yep. Yep. It was super fun. A guy fell out of a car. <laughs> In front of us, and uh, we saw a pony walking around in Brooklyn. We saw a pony in Brooklyn. An we actual yelled, pony. Yeah, we yelled at some guy carrying donuts. Turned out to be a toolbox, but <laughs> we visited Biggie's old house. Yep. It was, and we saw hipsters and some guy with ran with. It was a pretty. It was intense. That, that's what sort of the thing like you taught me when I left that episode. We drove around for like an hour. Yeah. And I was leaving feeling like I felt bad because I was like, oh. I sucked. Not you, me. I was like, we didn't get anything. It sucked. And then I like cut, I edit everything. So I, we drive for an hour and then I chop it into like five, six minutes. There was a lot I left so on the floor. Much. Yeah. It, it was pretty, a pretty crazy episode. When you bring, when you invite Merit into your world, you, <laughs> you invite everything that. The chaos. Yeah. It is around. Circles. It was chaotic. <laughs> that was legit. We're driving. Somebody fell out of a fucking minivan. Just a door opened up and. You made me feel so good about myself because. Ooh. My oh. life Hold on, people. Wait, is listen. like that. It is chaotic all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. It's always like this. And it's not my chaos. I'm just near it. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a witness to it. <laughs> and I think, oh, my God, this, this shit's nuts. My life's been fucking nuts. But I'm the constant. But so it's got to be me. Right? Right. I, I always think it's me. Uh-huh. And then you said that in the car. You're like... I thought it was just you, but you just, it's just around you. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. And that's all. And then I went back to Mara's apartment with her and uh, <laughs> trapped on one knee. No, that was, I, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a fair thing. What I said, it was a nice Yeah, thing. it was very nice. I, it made me feel better about right. my life. Well, that's what, that's what uh, I wanted to accomplish. And thank then you. we free range Franklin off the leash in Brooklyn. He yeah. sprinted down the block. He kisses on command. The episode is actually really good. I was pissed that the audio isn't a little better, but we're going to, Work on that. We're gonna work on We're that. We're gonna fix that, and then uh, big news coming up with the with the Chariot of Fire podcast. Yes, coming, huge coming soon. coming soon. Huge announcement. So please, I have three subscribers right now. Let's so, get it to six <laughs> by the, the end of the day. If we double it, then <laughs> I will surprise Mara with uh, some gifts. Yes, if we can double Thank that, you. that would be great. Like free tampons. Free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, guys, I am going to be with Thomas Dale at uh, Governor's in, on the 21st Ooh. of December. Yep. Great. And then I'm going to be doing a Michigan and Wisconsin run with Christina Galston. So right after Christmas and to New Year's, come spend New Year's with us in Ann Arbor. And then I'm going to be down in Miami. So Ooh, uh, the following weekend, yes, I'm going to be down in South Florida. So make sure to come and check out any of my shows. I put them all up on Instagram. So that is at Mara Merrick. And uh, please follow our podcast at Happy Never After Podcast. Also, the reviews are slowing down. I've got 42,000 uh, listeners. And I just would like to have at least like 10%. 
review the podcast. Wow. Uh, so if you guys, if you could please, 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 before the end of the year, help, let's get it to a thousand. Quick question. Yeah. What's forty-two thousand minus three? <laughs> Mara has 41,997 more subscribers and listen. So I so you left my car cast feeling great yes. and I'm leaving here feeling horrible. <laughs> I also, uh, if you got, listen, I have a, a monthly show at the Art House Hotel on the Upper West Side. It's actually uh, Stand Up New York. It's actually in partnership with them. They, oh, do, cool. they do pop-ups there. Uh-huh. So you can uh, find out when my dates are. We're going to have Mara back on real soon. Um, it's at I am Joe Alfano. I post when the shows are. So yeah. come through. Tickets are we give away some free tickets. Sweet. And it's a nice space. I don't know if you've ever been there. No. Really nice date spot. Oh, Yeah, sweet. it's cool. It's a really cool hotel. Excellent. Come through. If you're, yeah. on, the upper, if you're on the Upper West Side. Book me. You, you got it. <laughs> you got it, girl. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys if you're in Ann Arbor for the first. And uh, love you. Please subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends, and have a good holiday. Love you. Bye.